0: Ginger on ginger, ginger on ginger, Jacob has red hair, so does Alex. Yay! Hello everyone and welcome to Ginger on Ginger, the show where two redhead comedians choose a word, phrase, or concept and then talk about it through their gingery lens. I'm Jacob Godby. And I'm Alex Tate. Today's episode is brought to you by the NBA Store. A new year brings the start of a new NBA season. Suit up with the latest gear to show your support for your team. We may be sidelined from going to the arena, but that doesn't mean you can't watch basketball from your couch in style. We are teaming up with the NBA and PodGo to bring our listeners up to 75% off on select items. Yes, you heard that right. Go to podgo.co slash NBA for up to 75% off select items from the NBA Store. The NBA, where amazing happens.
1: Big you go, Jacob. How was your week? It
0: was good. How was you? Yeah. yours
1: <laughs> how are you and how was your week um it was great oh that just reminds me of a really quick story because you just combined two statements into one statement and i find yeah. it hilarious once i i used to work at a uh retail store called bob wards there in missoula it's like a sporting goods store it's like a local yeah. dick's sporting goods if you will but it's nowhere near the quality of dick's sporting goods it's right. awful it's an awful awful place don't ever go there um i worked in the shoe department someone asked can i can they s- get this pair of shoes and i brought it out to them and then well you know we just like, kind of walked away like the customer service was like bad um so i walked <laughs> away and then i like swung back around to check on them and they said i said how are the shoes and they said they work perfectly thank you and i wanted to say you're welcome um or In my brain, I was gonna go with like just a segment. The shoes are great, thank you. And I was gonna go beautiful. You know, I was gonna say that something (laughs) like that. And I just looked them dead in the face and went, "You're beautiful." (laughs) And the person was like, "Okay." And I was like, "All right, (laughs) goodbye."
0: Yeah, that'll happen, buddy. That'll happen. That's at least, hilarious. You know, at least it was
1: like a nice thing to say to someone, but they were probably like, "Why the fuck?"
0: <laughs> You're did beautiful, this
1: dude say, You're beautiful, and then I just, I just like walked away. I was like, "Well, I'm gonna go jump off a bridge."
0: Yeah. Um, I would like to talk about a documentary that you told me to watch.
1: Oh, yes.
0: It is called Tickled. Yes, it's from the year 2016. Oh. It is made by a New Zealand journalist. Oh my who god falls into the world of underground tickle competition fetish videos and it becomes a global lord yeah it's wild you were right and you told me to watch this quite a while ago and you were like they kind of there's kind of a twist at the end and like it goes deep and it does like i'm not gonna give anything away but it is well worth your time it's unsettling it's uncomfortable but it's fascinating it inspires me to like look into things a little more just in my life. You know what I mean?
1: Oh, yeah. I mean, a couple of things about this movie. One, this guy, I cannot remember his name right now. There is, he has a Netflix show. They, they tried, like, I can't remember what it's called. It's called, like, Alternate tur- Tourism or so- something like that. It's a Netflix show where he travels around and does, goes to touristy locations, but doesn't do touristy things there. And purposely does, like, really offbeat. Oh, that's cool. Weird things. Um is it good? yeah um, it's it's fine. It's okay. Um he is so monotone and so dry with his approach that yeah. I don't know if it lends itself very well to a TV show, like a travel TV show. However, right. this movie it lends itself beautifully because he is in the most insane situations and he's just super calm and super level headed yeah. the entire time. <laughs>
0: it's called Dark Tourist is That's a Dark TV Tourist,
1: show. I altered it to yeah Dark Tourist, yeah. Um it's 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 pretty good it's fine um that's actually how i learned about this documentary i was watching that show and someone was like oh you should watch tickled then i remember the other thing all i'll say about it is i watched tickled i remember i was i was still dating sheridan at the time and she had she was like i'm going out with my friends or something you know we're having a girl's night and i was like cool you know absolutely and uh she went out And I was like, oh, you know, I'll just like kind of watch this documentary and then maybe I'll go (laughs) to bed and whatever. I don't really care. And I started the documentary at like nine. It was over at 11 and Sheridan got home at like 1.30 or 2 a.m. And I was just like, I have to tell you about this. And she's like, why are you still (laughs) awake? And I was like, sit down. It's the most insane shit. It's the most insane shit I've ever experienced.
0: Yeah, it's it's a lot. And uh, Abby and I kind of needed to process it afterwards yeah she was like what do you want to watch next and i was like nothing give me like a second we gotta we gotta talk about this and yeah. so and and she was to her credit like a step ahead of it the whole time like oh i think this is what's gonna happen and then that would happen And "Oh, i think this is what's gonna happen and then that would happen and um yeah it was it was really good i i highly recommend it it's stressful as a filmmaker and you, and, and you've been you know you you did you put some in some years in in the journalism school i think it Especially speaks to people like us who, uh, oh, yeah, uh, yeah, just enjoy looking into things a little more. But I, I, yeah, the guy is so calm, like, you can tell when he's nervous, but he, he just has that like unflappable journalistic bone in his body, you know?
1: Yeah, yeah, he just, he just keeps going. He just, like, (laughs) he's like, well, I don't know what else to do. So we're just gonna like go to the place and do direct confrontation. Um, Yeah. Yeah, 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 they keep getting threatened with lawsuits, and his answer to that is to
0: go talk to them in person. Like- <laughs> yeah, exactly.
1: um, I always say, I've, I've told multiple people to watch this documentary, no one takes me up on it because uh, I hype it up too much, but then it totally lives up to hype, but I always say, if you are going to struggle with the fact that this documentary is about fetish tickling videos, you need to get past that, because that is not the weirdest thing in this...
0: Right, right, <laughs> exactly. It starts there and just goes... A lot of other places.
1: Yeah, yeah, it's insane. It's insane. Watch Tickle. Yeah. It's, it's on Hulu, I think. Yes, that's where we watched it. It is on Hulu. All right, you ready to do this? Yeah, Alex, what's our... Word of the day. Yeah, Jacob, our word, phrase, or concept today is... Freedom.
0: Freedom. Well, yeah. immediately, I think of America. Don't you? Don't you just... <laughs> Um yeah. So this episode will be coming out the day after the inauguration. Shouts to it. Thank God. Yeah. Um Freedom. Uh yeah. Should I,
1: we should we hedge our bets just in case something insane happens at the inauguration?
0: Which it absolutely very well could. Yeah. Um, should, should, and should in we, which case we say
1: something right now? Should we just hedge our bets? Hey, uh all those all those idiots at the inauguration that tried to Stop it. Yeah. F- fuck them.
0: Yesterday was truly a dark day in American history. Yeah. And uh, like so many dark days over the last four years, I know that um, there will be no consequences and we will just continue our eternal walk into the sun.
1: Yeah. I, I, the craziest part about the inauguration was when when our our boy DT came sliding in on his knees, firing two right. AK-47s into the air. It was crazy.
0: What was weird, too, is that Steven Tyler just went like, yeah, as he did that. Yeah. Uh, from yeah. Aerosmith. I think you yeah, yeah, absolutely. And Tyler. people yeah. are like,
1: oh, my God, Steven Tyler right. is a Trump supporter? Apparently. Right. Exactly.
0: And then there were two eagles in the rafters just having, like, gnarly sex.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: And that's freedom to me, Alex.
1: <laughs> <laughs> okay. I, th- I mean, I think we hedged our bets well enough there.
0: I think we've covered every possible thing that could possibly happen. Um, oh, well, maybe yesterday. we should go. Uh,
1: maybe we should also say, hey, that was nice. That went well.
0: Yeah, that one. well my favorite part was when Fallout Boy played the pre inauguration. Did you know? <laughs> and this is true, Alex, there's a photo of a younger Joe Biden holding baby Pete Wentz because Pete's parents met while working for Joe Biden. Wow. Yeah, so Fallout Boy would not exist if it weren't for Joe Biden. <laughs>
1: so you're telling me there's a That joke you just made is insanely deep and complex. Yeah i like that those are my favorite times of jokes people are like that doesn't sound like anything like actually those two things are connected
0: i don't want to give myself too much credit but uh uh, i like fallout boy i still i still like their new stuff too i don't think that they've you know doing different things than they were before but uh they've matured as a band and i don't think people recognize that they're not writing like emo-y like i hope you choke and die
1: lyrics about
0: girls anymore
1: (laughs) i was just i was just gonna say it's always interesting to me to see how these pop punk slash punk bands um you know deal with becoming dads
0: <laughs> right right Stuff some of like them that. do great some of them like newfound glory uh in 2017 they released an album called makes me sick and it's really good there's a lot of like songs about how they're growing up and how they like to stay at home rather than go out now because they're old and then last year they released an album and it's bad it's the entire opposite there's one there's one song where um oh how does it go the, in the chorus it says like we met twice this week or we, we ran into each other twice this week i guess we're just meant to be like it's <laughs> what <laughs> i know and then there's one called what sort uh, of tr- like
1: neckbeard ass statement is that that's the i exact, know you know it's i held horrible. the door i held the door open for you three days in a row and you didn't touch right? my penis
0: <laughs> there's what? a song called same side sitters where uh it's like we'll sit on the same side at the table at the restaurant, even if we look cringy, And that's oh. like... All...
1: <laughs> Dude, I'm telling you right now, if you're in a relationship, anyone listening to this is in a relationship, don't you ever sit on the same side of the table. Don't you? The waiters <laughs> and the, sh- the cooks are making fun of you. They're doing stuff to your food. Do not yeah. sit on the same side of the table, ever. It's unacceptable.
0: Last dunk on Newfound Glory, who I want to say has good music and I actively like, just not their most recent album. There's a song called Trophy where... Oh, boy. It's it's like when I'm next to you, or you're so amazing, I feel like you're my trophy. And then in the chorus, he literally says, hope I didn't objectify you. Feel like a winner when I'm standing by you. It's oh. so
1: bad. The it's, self-awareness does not help that situation. No,
0: exactly. It Somehow doesn't. Somehow you weren't
1: so- self-aware enough to, I don't know, not say it.
0: Anyway, I guess it's cool we live in a country where they have the freedom to write those things.
1: <laughs> sure. I mean, Corey, I <laughs> Corey Feldman also has an album out, so, you know. Yeah. Yeah, thanks. that's... Uh, At what what point is, you know, maybe a little bit of fascism. Okay. You know, let's just, you know, free speech. Not all the time.
0: (laughs) If it means Kid Rock doesn't get to make music anymore, I'm all for it. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, exactly.
0: (laughs) This is bad, dude. So we're going to listen to this like a year from now and things are going to be worse. And we're like, wow, listen to us so naive.
1: (laughs) Yeah. And Kid Rock's going to be president. And I'm going to be like, son of a bitch.
0: Right, Right. Um, Exactly. He'll keep the head of Joe Biden in like a jar on his desk.
1: Yeah, yeah, it's a big jar. Um, he's just got he's just got a big head. I just think Joe Biden has a big head. I love. Yeah. I'm very excited for his presidency. The man's got a large cranium,
0: <laughs> and like you can see it too. Like his white hair, yeah. just almost acts as like a like a, a microscope, not a microscope, a magnifying glass, yeah. for his head, like the top of his head. I don't know. His like it skin doesn't also- fit
1: his shoulders. Like he needs broader shoulders or something like that. He's got like narrow shoulders and just like a really large head.
0: Right, right, and as a person who also possesses a really large head, I can identify that in someone um
1: <laughs> yeah, we've gotten way off topic here, yeah, Sorry. oh absolutely, okay, I mean, I mean, that's like the the political definition of freedom. Are there things in this world that make you you feel free? Are there moments in your life where you maybe felt the freest?
0: Yeah, I would say when I'm on stage, so i I control our comedy a little bit too much to feel like truly free. Uh, Unless we're in like an improv scene that's just flowing, and that that happens, but yeah, I always want to feel like in control. But when I'm on the drums and I'm playing in a band that's not mine, and I'm just a little bit buzzed and I'm rocking it, (laughs) I was thinking specifically of the show at Monks that
1: you were at. Oh heck yeah, I was at. I did a bunch of gummy bear shots. Your parents (laughs) were there. I embarrassed myself.
0: And that is one of the times that I felt the most free because only half of that drum set was mine. I wasn't playing any of my own songs. Like I I didn't have that many responsibilities other than to just play the drums. Good. You know, like,
1: (laughs) yeah. Okay. Have you seen, have you seen uh, soul yet? Have you seen the movie? Soul? I
0: haven't watched soul yet. No,
1: just based on what you just described. I think you would connect with that movie a lot. I, you know, no, no spoilers or anything, but it's about exactly that moment.
0: Oh, great. I love losing myself in my work and I, I love slash hate the moment when you realize you've done it, you know, you're like a couple hours later and all of a sudden you become self-aware again. And you're like, Whoa, I oh. just entered like creatives call it like flow state where just, things are just flowing out of you. And then you go back and you look and you're like, I don't even remember writing that song, but I know I did.
1: Yeah, man, you really got to watch the movie soul.
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay, it, okay. It's
1: literally, it's, it's literally about this, but I just spent, so I, I know this, sound, this is not super comparable, because yours is like actually producing things that people want to listen to, but I just I spent like three hours last night like 3D modeling. I really enjoy 3D modeling. Oh, that's that, cool. That's how like it. Like I know that I like like architecture. Right. And it just like blinked by. I put on uh, Spotify's Upbeat Lo-Fi Beats playlist.
0: That's a good one. I used to play that in the preschool. Yeah. Like just in the background. Yeah.
1: It's like six hours long or something like that. And I just got completely lost and got a ridiculous amount of work done. And it didn't feel like work. I was like, oh, like I enjoy it. I know it doesn't sound super fun, but I love it. I know
0: that you like it because I'm shocked that you learned how to use a computer enough to 3D model.
1: (laughs) It's well, that was about half of it. I will say an hour and a half of it was like looking up YouTube videos and like watching Ah, YouTube videos and being like, what the fuck? And then, of course, I get like way too ambitious, but I'm like, well, now I'm in it. So I had to like create a pattern. But I had to, like, create a pattern from scratch and, like, do make sure, like, it was all spaced out properly. Dude, shouts out to, like, textile workers or people who create patterns, like, artists mm, that mm-hmm. create patterns. Because, oh, my God, this drove me insane. It's like I said, three hours doing it yesterday.
0: I've always thought that about good graphic designers, too, who, like, put together, like, a company's brand you know and then there's like, like they have that packet like the pdf like it's exactly these colors and it's exactly yeah. these proportions and don't ever use this font with this name and like things like that and like a shout out to them because that's sh- uh,
1: it's wild i remember i remember this vividly and I, because i think you changed the way i looked at graphic designs with this one statement we were in yeah portland, portland. yeah and you were just like i really like this town and i was like yeah it's a cool town and then you were like everyone's got really nice signs here and I was like, what? You're like everyone has really nice signs here. And then I started looking at all the signs. And they were all really nice.
0: Yeah, it's a bunch of millennial graphic design. Abby and I were talking about this recently, how conservatives haven't figured out yet how to hire good graphic designers or all the good graphic designers are liberal. I don't know. Either yeah. way, there's a, just if they ever get effective at graphic design, like be worried, you know?
1: Yo, yeah, 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 definitely. I I or like UI design and stuff like that. Like I, I, I can legitimately say i never logged on parlor or anything like that but i saw what parlor looked like right you know and i was like all oh, right well that looks like shit so <laughs>
0: yeah eight chan as well where like QAnon anon started it, like yeah, it yeah, looks yeah. so bad like it looks it, so bad it's actively turning off people who are basically not willing to put up with it to talk about their awful views you know what i mean yeah yeah and
1: i honestly thank goodness i'm right <laughs> super stoked about yeah. that um i uh uh, I can't remember what I was going to say now.
0: Well, speaking of parlor and speaking of free speech, uh, mm. I just want to remind everybody that social media, uh, those are all private platforms. So they have the right to ban whoever they'd like.
1: Yeah. Uh, I love j- I love the hypocrisy just- of the conservative party <laughs> <laughs> who say they want like a free market with less government control. And then when indivi- independent companies do what they want, they get they say like free speech. And you're like, well, what the fuck?
0: Because of them, because of yeah. the cakes <laughs> That the person would not make for the gay couple, and so the conservatives made a law that private businesses can discriminate how they want. And so when Twitter bans you, that's them exercising the right that you gave them. Like- yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> You don't want to
1: serve cake to gay people. I don't want to help you buy shoes if you don't have a mask on.
0: Right, right, exactly. You know? But fuck yeah. it.
1: <laughs> it's like I don't, I don't have to do any of that.
0: Yeah, and and I also think it's very funny and also deeply- serve
1: cake to gay people.
0: Yes. Good God, yes.
1: you fucking animals.
0: Right. Um, I think it's deeply hypocritical and hilarious when, you know, uh, like one of the new senators, Marjorie Taylor Greene, who sucks, by the way, mm. uh, she was on Fox News mm. complaining about how she has no platform and she's being silenced. And I'm like, you're on national television. I Talk believe about how you have no platform <laughs> like I and be- you're a senator and you have no platform. Excuse me.
1: Yeah. It's still like the second most watched news network, isn't it?
0: I don't know. They they lost a bunch when uh, they certified the election results.
1: <laughs> yeah, I loved that Fox News was the first. Fox News was the first major news Dude, outlet to say Biden. That guy won.
0: called it. Yeah, that guy called it for Arizona like real early, and that was all he needed. Like they, yeah, they were like the first one to call it, and I was like, well, that's how you know it's real. Like
1: I was like, oh shit.
0: If Fox News themselves is calling it, then then it's done. Like uh, I don't know. Yeah, I, freedom is a good thing and it's a cool thing but and 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 i get like the, you know like the libertarian ideal of let's all just be cool to each other man let's just not be dicks but it doesn't work that way people are dicks people are not cool to each other
1: yeah totally you know i i sometimes i think i have some libertarian ideas but then i'm like no not really it's you know you i don't inherently think people are good sorry
0: right right exactly (laughs) maybe that's like a fucked up
1: way to think about the world but I try to surround myself with people who I think are inherently good. Oh, yeah. But if you have 500 good people and one really awful person, that one really awful person is going to make it miserable for 500 people. Exactly. It's you know? easier
0: for people to swing negative than it is to swing positive. I mean, you don't have happy people out there taking depressants. Oh, uh, yeah. I, that's not true. Everyone drinks alcohol.
1: <laughs> but we, I remember you and me, especially you, you would always complain to me that you would have to read people's scripts in school. And no one ever wrote comedies because it's so much fucking harder to write a comedy than it is to write some depressing ass. Oh, my parents beat me and then I grew up and then I married and then my husband died of cancer. And then after my husband died of cancer, I remarried and then that person got hit by a bus
0: right right exactly every film major <laughs> has like a screenplay like that where someone is addicted to pills someone has committed suicide that's related to the main character yeah someone's an alcoholic and and there's like a really dramatic scene that their professor is in right where, <laughs> where they're like an alcoholic and they're like oh you get out of here i can picture the movie <laughs> in my mind where michael murphy one of my professors plays an alcoholic father um
1: <laughs> there you go and
0: uh Oh, man. Right before we watched Tickled last night, there was like a commercial and I don't know what movie it was, but it's like this really serious like horror movie. And mm-hmm. it's this uh, this new like stepmom is hanging out with these kids and it just gets dark and they go to like a cabin. And at one point, the boy who's like pretty 14 or 15, he says, everyone there committed suicide but her
1: and i was like yeah <laughs> you like who wrote that who the fuck yeah. wrote that
0: what kind of dialogue is that yeah
1: like, jesus christ i um I, I, that that just reminded me have you ever seen the movie uh the grudge i believe i believe it's the grudge
0: yeah i i you're not talking about the remake right you're talking about like the original like 2003 the grudge
1: yes i want to okay. say yes yeah. the one with like the the little boy
0: yeah, I know what you're talking about cuz this
1: is one of the hardest you've ever laughed, right? At a movie? Yes. Oh my god. If you have not seen that movie, there's a scene where she's in an elevator and then the <laughs> the main then she like feels the presence of the grudge or whatever. I don't know how to describe it. And she like turns to her right and there's a little 9-year-old boy st- painted in super blue in his whitey and he and with, like, a bowl cut, like, jet black hair and a bowl cut, and he just turns to her and goes, meow! <laughs> he just meows at her, and then she, like, screams and freaks out, and then, like, the lights flicker, and I just died laughing. I thought was the funniest shit I've ever seen. Who the yeah. fuck wrote that? Also, that movie, there's, like,
0: someone... There's, like, one of the... I don't know, evil monsters or whatever, who's... They're, like bottom part of their jaw is missing, so they just have this really long tongue that just moves, and I laughed at that. We watched that at my friend Emily's house in high school. Mm. It was, like, on Halloween. We watched The Grudge, and then we watched The Blair Witch Project, which I also did not like.
1: Um, Yeah, well, The Blair Witch Project just makes you, like, physically ill.
0: Yeah, and then it also made me laugh when, like... They go, "Where's the map? Where's the map?" And the guy's like, "I kicked it into the river." <laughs> he's like laughing like an idiot, you know, because he's been like possessed or whatever. But he just goes, "I kicked it into the river. I kicked the map into the river." Everyone was like scared, like I there Such were people bad there, like terrified. And I was like, "This movie sucks." <laughs> like, yeah, why, how do why do you like this? You know, I I, I don't know. I, I'm not a horror movie fan in general, but there's there's a fine line for me where. You have to not be too self-important, but it also has to be serious. I guess you know what I mean. Like,
1: yeah, I, it's I don't one know. Of, if you've ever seen I the movie Cabin in the Woods? I have not, but I've been told to watch it. That's a horror movie that I think you would really enjoy. It's a horror movie right up to the end, and then it just goes off the rails. But it's self-aware about it going off the rails. Okay, cool. <laughs> it's like great. This is excellent.
0: Yeah, I like horror movies where the filmmaker hasn't like disappeared up their own ass. You know?
1: Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Anything from. Whatever. I don't know any horror directors right now. What, what, what about Darren Aronofsky? Ar- Ar- um, I Darren Aronofsky.
0: Did he do Did he do Mother? Yes. Yeah, he did. Uh, uh, and Requiem for a Dream and Black Swan. Do you think those are horror movies? Uh,
1: Requiem for a Dream is a movie you don't. No one needs to watch. Yeah, you don't. If you watch it once, you don't need to
0: see it again. You're good.
1: <laughs> um, and I thought Black Swan was bad. I haven't seen mother neither have i and i've only seen parts of black swan i saw i just seen one clip where jennifer lawrence is like on the ground screaming and there's like a bunch of like a bunch of hands like 40 hands and they're like ripping her clothes off and i'm like i'm good
0: yeah um are you what about ari aster who did like midsummer and hereditary
1: Oh, okay i haven't seen either one of those but i guess they're supposed to be incredible
0: Oh man, we sound like noobs right now. I haven't seen them either. (laughs) I think we should stop speculating about horror films and uh, wrap up our discussion on freedom here in uh, in the next few minutes.
1: Oh yeah, yeah, Sorry, we we got very distracted. That's okay. Freedom. Uh, I remember there was one time, and I've recently come back around to this feeling. I think I sort of, I don't know, I, I... I blocked this out. It's not the right way to say it. I just kind of forgot about it, and then maybe yeah. like in last year, I remembered this feeling, and now all I want to do is recapture that. And that is, I, when I got to Australia, I wanted to scuba dive the Great Barrier Reef, and you can in Australia. They you don't need a scuba license. They just fucking oh, let that's you. cool. They just like tell you what to do, which is it's pretty easy. They're like, put this in your mouth, breathe in and out of your mouth, don't spit it out like it, right. w- you'll be in trouble and then they just like put weights on you so you sink and then they're right. just like li- you just like lock arms and then you you swim around and you just breathe in and out of your mouth it was amazing i got so i got to scuba the great barrier reef truly maybe one of the best moments of my entire life but i purposely chose this company that was like it was only like 40 dollars more than the really really commercial company but they were the commercial company is like we have you know uh, boat sizes are like 30 to 50 people and i was like oh my god And then yeah you're like nah i'm good i just find this other company and it's just this like husband and wife duo and they're like this is our boat like we just do this as a business that's cool we, we yeah. take six people out and i was like awesome and they're like and it's a sailboat and the other one was Ooh. a motorboat And so we we, we were going against the wind and we had to get out there before the commercial boats did. So we just motored out, like out there. Then we spent, you know, like five or six hours scuba. You didn't scuba for that long, but I scubaed for maybe an hour and then snorkeled for the rest of the time. And it was literally one of the most magical, fantastic, unbelievable times of my entire life. It was all that. Then we got back on the boat and then they were like, oh, the wind's in the right direction. We're going to sail back. And I now I will never forget, but I think I did for like years because that happened when I was 20 and I just Mm -hmm. remembered it maybe a year or so ago. They turned off the engine and then it's just like quiet and it's just the sailboat and you just hear like the, like the, like of the sailboat like going through and it's just like smooth and it, everything was like so quiet and we i was in like tropical australia and you could like look straight through the ocean and see the great barrier reef and all that sh- sort of stuff and i just like sat at the front of the boat the entire time and it was just like in total bliss happiness and i think that's one of the moments i felt the most free in this world and so now i'm doing everything in my life to buy a sailboat <laughs> that's cool that's to, cool. like, to like work out how I can get a job that can pay good enough. And I, I can live near an ocean so that I can have an apartment and have a sailboat and teach myself to sail.
0: I also appreciate you just telling me right now how you're going to die, which is you're lost at sea.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I, you know, I legitimately Not that I don't
0: believe you can do, can't do it, but I just, I feel like everyone that buys a sailboat just someday, you know, just drifts away.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, wouldn't be the worst. It would be the worst. Um, i kind of want to sail around the world i don't know how to sail cool. at all but i want to yeah. sail around the world i think that would be wild i've already i when i think of things like this i like plan it out way too much in my head like i look into what it would actually be to like sail right. around the world and it's pretty it's pretty easy it's not fucking easy at any point but it's pretty doable until you get you either have to go through like the suez canal which you have to go past like somalia around the cape uh, cape horn of africa <laughs> Yeah. Or you have to go all the way down around South Africa, all the way down around the bottom tip of of Africa, which is mm-hmm. like widely considered the worst part of the ocean in terms of weather wise. Like it's like mm. that that is where boats uh, just disappear and stuff like that. So, um, you know, we'll cross that bridge when we get there.
0: Yeah. I'd maybe stay away from the Bermuda Triangle as well.
1: Yeah. That's in the Caribbean, though. Caribbean's so nice. <laughs>
0: Yeah, you think that, and then you get stuck in that triangle. You ever been in a Bermuda love triangle?
1: Is that where there's actually four people? You start having sex with four people, but then by the time you're done, there's only three of you remaining, and you go, where the fuck did the...
0: Fourth one go. <laughs> Thank you for having a definition ready because I sure didn't.
1: I was panicking. That's what I came up with.
0: <laughs> oh my god! Okay, so uh, I found it on Urban Dictionary. Bermuda wow. left triangle: the act of having a three-way sex act with Casey Anthony and Amanda Knox, then turning up missing or dead. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh fuck! <laughs> oh wow! Oh wow! <laughs> I love Oops. that. That was way better than my definition.
0: Yeah, I would say I'm at my most free on stage. Um, I've also been craving kind of the open roads of like Central Texas. I used to just get in my car in Austin and hit the interstate and just windows down, crank music, and you can just drive for miles. Like, And you can do that in Montana, but especially Western Montana, you're a lot of turning and like... You're in the mountains, but in Central Texas, it's so flat you can literally just see the horizon, and it's it's very fun.
1: That shit straight, and it's like usually like evening time in Texas is like a pretty good temperature. Yes, you know, yeah, it's I feel like yeah. it starts to cool down to like seventies ish somewhere around exactly. there. Exactly,
0: exactly. Yeah, Ugh. good stuff. Um, that's about all I have to say about freedom.
1: Yeah, don't right. uh, don't take it for granted.
0: Exactly, yes. And thank you to the uh, people who main- t- maintain our freedom.
1: Yes. Shouts to them.
0: You want to do a police bladder? Please, 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 A caller requested officers due to an ongoing argument where the other party was breaking personal
1: property. Officers responded and diffused the situation. Oh my God. I need way more information. And now I'm picturing (laughs) someone in someone's front lawn, breaking their microwave with a baseball bat.
0: Right, right. Exactly. (laughs) You have the nerve to kick me out of the house. And they're just like, like old windows 95 monitor.
1: Yes. Like the the other big like (laughs) CCT monitors. (laughs)
0: Yeah, <laughs> try to play your solitaire on this. <laughs> I mean, we shouldn't, you know, make fun of it. But also, I like the idea of the uh, the word "diffused" here. Like, I pictured the police bringing in like a like an argument diffusing robot. Yeah, it's like, hello, can't we all just get along? <laughs> what is it
1: you want? And what is it you want? <laughs>
0: Can't we meet in the middle? Can't we resolve this conflict without anger? <laughs> I,
1: I I thought of it maybe as something where they just slid like a light diffused panel in between them. And they're like, oh. we've diffused the situation. You can't see each other.
0: <laughs> yeah. Uh two nine one one accidental dials were reported. One of the accidental dials was from an individual riding a horse.
1: <laughs> oh. To sort of butt dialed 911 while on, a horse. yeah, exactly.
0: The horse is like working its hips, like 911, yeah. and the horse is like, Get me, get this person off of me. I don't know.
1: <laughs> Every time I ride a horse, which has been literally four times in my entire life, yeah, I, and I hate horses, and it's because I feel bad for the horse,
0: right? It's uh, I'm terrified of them, like, you could, there's something wild in their eyes. They say that they're domesticated, but they're, they're the horses. Horses are willing to fight for their
1: freedom, <laughs> dude it's two thousand pounds of muscle, and if it wanted to right. kick me in the dome, I would die,
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's true. The dome or uh the two small domes in your pants
1: yeah, oh, oh, by the way, um this is just a funny thing. A football game <laughs> occurred this weekend in mm-hmm. which the most famous football player in the world right now is now is named Patrick Mahomes, okay, and there is they showed it like 45 times there is a slow-mo of a defender trying to tackle him and he swings his arm around from behind to try to like wrap around his waist and just Mm -hmm. punches him at full force a 300 pound defensive lineman punches him at full force in the cock (laughs) he just like limped around for the next like three quarters it was kind of of hilarious (laughs) And they were like, he's, and hearing the announcers like dance around the topic, you know, they were like, oh, and Patrick Mahomes is down. We'll see what injured him. They play the replay and you can see both. You can hear both the announcers are like, um, he's injured. He's got an injury. <laughs> we think he'll be okay, though. He's just got a... Go puke on the sideline.
0: This is the last one, Alex. A caller reported a semi appeared to have lost part of its load, been there, on the truck bypassed near Lewistown Rental. A Fergus County deputy advised the truck hit a sign in the area causing the load to fall off, been there. Deputies located the truck near Little Big Ben, which is a pizza place. The incident was turned over to the Montana Highway Patrol. So, uh, you know, a trucker, uh, a trucker smashed into some stuff and lost part of his load, or their load.
1: The, but I got to th- imagine the load was like, hey, or something like that. Otherwise, a sign isn't going to rip up just part of it. That's right? possible. Yeah.
0: He's not like rolling with you're not one of those loads that's like carrying vehicles or something. But yeah. I guess it could. It could have ripped like, you know, uh, like a mirror off of a car or something. I wonder. Oh, yeah, my it's,
1: God. You just said that. Sorry. I um, it rained here yeah. yesterday. Rained. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then froze. And I yeah, mean, our, here too. Our roads are like polished mirror smooth. I mean, I've driven in, in wintry conditions my entire life. I think this is the slipperiest I've ever experienced it ever. It's like purely awful. I was walking. I can't even make this up. I was walking to work. I have to park like two blocks away. I was walking and a woman got out of her, uh, this big truck and she had to step down out of the truck and as soon as her foot hit the ice she slipped and she grabbed well she caught herself but she caught herself on the rear view mirror of the truck and just ripped the rear view mirror of the truck off no and the husband the husband remained amazingly calm he seemed very nice and he was just like well okay (laughs) yeah (laughs) bummer damn that
0: sucks that sucks
1: I laughed pretty hard
0: All right, buddy I gotta go uh do some things so uh we'll end it here everybody uh you know the inauguration happened yesterday so uh well we'll see what happens right
1: we we, got to look for it all right bye
0: bye ginger on ginger is brought to you by newfound glory whose biggest hit is basically just rose before hose in song form